0: Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine, and honesty is the best policy. This is The Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do.
1: Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are The Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad, related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Oh, good morning, beautifuls. Welcome to the last week of May. We are hoping that you guys had a beautiful May, and now things are starting to open up a little bit from COVID, and so the excitement and the disappointment is starting to fade. How have you been, Mal?
0: Oh, I'm just delighted that life is returning to you know, whatever normal really is.
1: <laughs> right? It's,
0: it's get, yeah, right. But it, it's getting there. It's getting there. And um, yeah, there's actually nothing disappointing about that, in my opinion. Although I will tell you, have you noticed, like, people have really strong opinions right now about wear the mask,
1: don't wear the mask. Oh, yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah, people are, yeah. You're, you're either one side or another, and then you are being judged, Yes. horrifically if you are or if you're not. So it's right, like either walking side. the tightrope. Who are you hanging with and who's going to talk smack about you and who's not?
0: Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like, what is going on that we all have to be so divided? Why can't people just allow people to do what makes them comfortable? Like, some people are like, hey, it is my right to not wear a mask. Okay, then don't wear your mask. And other people are like, hey, it's a courtesy to wear your mask. Okay, then wear your mask. Like right. I, I just I don't know. I don't know why things have to be made such big deals. And and maybe somebody's gonna, you know, yell like <laughs> yell at us on those socials, like, Melissa, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure I don't. <laughs>
1: You know what I saw, if we people have to start wearing masks, I saw something that was so cute, where it is a mask, and it has a little Velcro piece right over the lips, oh. so you can put your straw, so like if you're a water drinker, you can, just, <laughs> you can drink it, and then you put your little Velcro back over it. I was like, I was telling my friend Patty about it. And she's like, that is awesome. She goes, you know, we should get one with a little zipper, like zip your lips, get it. Wouldn't that be funny? I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I don't think we would become millionaires, but I thought it was a, a cute little thing. Cause you know, we may be wearing masks for a long time. Well, Who knows?
0: That's the thing that I do love about moments and times like this. Look at that innovation. Like that's a good thing. People have gotten very innovative yeah, during crafty. this time,
1: <laughs> right? right? For sure.
0: I love that. For I love that. Sure. But here's the other thing that I've realized, Cal,
1: as we've been talking- <laughs> Got a lot about, of realizations going on, girlfriend. Let's go. Uh,
0: it was. It's was kind of a realization week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was thinking, obviously, because we've been talking about disappointment and um, you know our mental health and mental wellness and all that kind of thing and and how important our thoughts are and I started thinking, you know what I actually think get ready (laughs) I think (laughs) disappointment is actually very useful
1: okay useful disappointment so I'm disappointed because now I'm the same age as you and I have to wait (laughs) for you know 10 11 months before I can brag again so is is that useful how's that going to be useful for me
0: well, first I would tell you, you might want to change that thought because it's <laughs> too great in my mind <laughs> that we're finally at the same age. That's just a thought you can change. That. Okay, just just noted. <laughs> yeah, just noted. But I think that disappointment can be useful because you know that old saying, like, what doesn't kill us
1: makes us. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger and in morning. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. No, that was Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> the other Kelly. Kelly Clarkson. That's her song. I got you. I love
0: it. And that's probably the closest I'm ever going to get to get you to sing on the podcast.
1: 100. And anybody who just heard that is saying, thank God. <laughs>
0: but yeah, and I actually love that song. Love Kelly Clarkson. But, um, you know, there, I think there is truth to that because I think disappointment can be useful if we look at it as something like, hey, I've got something I've got to work on. I either have to get over my disappointment, come to terms with my disappointment, change my thought. Like, it can be really useful. And I, I don't think the goal in life should be, well, I just want to be happy all the time. Like, I think it's okay to be disappointed.
1: Well, and it's not normal. I mean, people who think that they're happy all the time, it, it, it it's kind of fake. Like, you you can't always be happy. Our bodies are not meant to only be happy. We need to have those other feelings to learn how to grow. So, you know, I know you and I were talking before and you were talking about like, someone tells you that, you know, my husband passed away. Oh my gosh. Oh, now you're going to be on your own. It's going to be great. Like, no, that's not how it works. So yeah, the disappointment, the sadness, the anger, those are all feelings that we we need to have yes. to become better human beings, I think, and you think. So it, yeah, I 100% agree with you on that one for sure.
0: Well, and Greg and I watched a movie this last week, and I'm trying to remember the title. Um, it's not coming to me because I want to just put it out of my mind, but it was <laughs> a movie about um jennifer lopez was in it and it was about uh in in juarez in mexico that these factories have they employ these women for five dollars a day so completely not the fair trade that it should be and on top of it they're terribly treated um and the the movie was very depressing of course And as I was thinking about it, I thought, imagine if somebody just wanted to be happy about everything, then how would you react if you heard about these things? Because this was based on a true story. And nobody should be happy hearing that people are treated poorly. We shouldn't. We should care enough to want to do something, to want to change things. But if all we're doing is feeling happy all the time, we're not going to stir up the emotions that then you know, get us into action of actually doing something to make the world a better place. Like we need to be intolerant about some things for sure.
1: I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you hate when you watch those sad movies though? And then all of a sudden you're like in a funk, like it (sighs) just, it kind of puts a damper for a while, at least for me. Like I just, whenever I'm watching a movie that is oh, this is a great movie. And then you watch it and it's like, oh, that was so heavy. And it does disappoint me because it's like, I can't get it out of my head because it's spinning around thinking, you know, like you're saying, the trade, like people are treated so unfairly. Or, you know, we just watched one on uh, two brothers that are surfers and one of them overdosed on drugs. And it literally brought up my whole life of my two boys. And Mm -hmm. I just looked at Ian and told I really don't like you right now. Like, why did you make me watch this? (laughs) So (laughs) those, those feelings though, it's, if we watch those movies and you finish and you're like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Thanks for sharing. Uh, No, that's not, that's not the norm. So you have to have those deeper feelings. I totally agree with you.
0: Well, and I think it's those deeper emotions that make us more vulnerable. They bond people together. Like Greg and I had a great conversation when that movie was over, like literally. So what could we do, babe? Like, this isn't right. This isn't right that we live such a comfortable life when people have such uncomfortable lives. And, And I think we have a responsibility to be helpful. And then you, you know, you have good conversations out of those Experiences and that can't come unless you're feeling something like disappointment. I mean, it's all around us,
1: right? Yeah, I think if you, um, you know, it's especially what you're just talking about that movie. You know, there's so many people that won't shop at certain stores because those products, and I won't name those stores, but like those products actually use those type of workers for, you know, nickels and dimes. And so in our society buys clothes left and right, you know, oh, here's a new outfit that costs $5. You think it's amazing. And then next week there's another one. Whereas my boys now, both of them, they're so bizarre, but they love thrift shops. Like that's where they don't want me to go shop name brands anymore. I mean, they, I mean, Carhartt and uh, Patagonia for Ian, but Jake doesn't want anything name brand at all. Like his, his whole thing is let's go to the thrift store, find a $2 shirt and I am a happy, happy camper. So like that whole, he's trying to do his part because he has watched all of those, you know, he's been a vegan for seven years. He's watched all those things and he's had those thoughts, those communications with other people of how can I change this? So it if it affects you, what are you going to do? Cause that, there's a lot of disappointments in some of those, those um, documentaries. That's the word I was looking for. So yeah, I I think being able to communicate after those disappointments and and in life, that's, that's a big part of it of, if you're with a partner or a friend and you're not talking about your disappointments, look at, look, look at our divorce rate right now. Look at, uh, you know, all of that that's happening around us. If, the communication isn't there, you're, you're not going to change. I mean, yeah. you know, here's personal. When I got married, I literally thought I was going to change my husband. I thought that was, you know, he just wasn't as social as I was. And he didn't, you know, he didn't have the motivation that I did. And he didn't have, you know, I could, I won't bash on the poor guy, but I thought I could change him. And that I was disappointed. I was so disappointed because he would change for like a week or two and then he'd revert back to who he was. So, that whole idea of you can change somebody no, 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 you sure, <laughs> sure can't. Really, we need no, a manual, Mel. Is there a manual out there for when <laughs> you're dating? You know, you need to be looking at each other and figuring out what triggers what things are going to disappoint you and how are you going to work those out because in life you will be disappointed by your children by your spouses by your your friends it it's a normal normal feeling that we all have
0: yeah it's 100% part of being human. It's the human experience. And and I can remember um, back in your dating, you know, years and you wanting to, um, I mean, it's all in love. And I think that's an important thing to remember. Like we really do. We all have our own manual. You know, this is a, a term that I actually learned from Brooke Castillo and she talks about this manual that we all create, whether you realize it or not. But in my manual, there are certain things that I think all people should do: how my husband should be, how my kids should be, how my relationship with my mom should be, right? It's my manual. And when somebody else isn't doing things the way I I think they should. Like the example you just you gave. Mean the right way? <laughs> exactly, the right way. <laughs> then we get upset with them, which is really ironic because if anything we should be upset with us for not allowing somebody else just to be who they are. And sometimes I think in in a marriage, like it's it's inevitable we're all going to be disappointed at from time to time. Talking about that, I know. Spoiler alert: If you're not married yet, there's disappointment (laughs) in marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's about you know having that conversation and talking about why we're disappointed and realizing not coming from I'm disappointed because you know you're not doing this, and not that you can't say that. Like I know you had heart to heart conversations when you were really hoping and trying to make your relationship work when you were going through all those years of fake it till i make it and you would say look i would really like it if you would you know do this or not do that okay. and you know ha- having those conversations are important it doesn't always mean the solution is going to be what you like
1: exactly yeah i mean and you and i we were on all of those self help books of every kind of, I mean, we've, you and I both in marriage counseling. I mean, we've gone through all Dr. those. Dr. Laura, counselors. we read every book. Yeah. Um. What the one book though, when you're saying manual that uh, triggered and I really enjoyed was um. what it was love language or what oh, the your five love, love languages, the five love languages. Yeah. Cause that kind of opened my eyes to realize, okay, so mine were acts like, Man, go mow the grass, go clean the pool, go do all the stuff that I do, but go do it. That's hot to me. That's sexy. Mm, mm, mm. Do your thing. But that wasn't his love language. Like he wanted those affirmations. He wanted me to say how proud I am, you know, da 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 da. And it's like, dude, you got to do something for me to want to praise you. So, <laughs> I mean, we just had different love languages, which is fine, but realizing you can't my language is different. So when you're saying like, wait, you're not doing it right. Well, you're not doing it right in my manual. (laughs) So it's learning to be okay and disappointed that, okay, it's not the way that I would do it, but it's still okay. And not getting so worked up over certain things. And I definitely worked myself up into... (laughs) divorce (laughs) so so obviously some changes happened that um, you know that you can't work out but it's it's one of those things I think we always have to realize we're it's uncomfortable it life has to be uncomfortable as well it's not always going to be those beautiful sunflowers
0: well and I think especially for anybody who maybe is dating or in an early relationship I wish somebody would have said to me, hey, really take some time and and you each should write out your own manuals. Like, what is this relationship going to look like from, you know, your personal perspective? Then have your partner do the same thing from, you know, that person's perspective and then exchange manuals. And, and really look at them and say like, Oh, I will never be that person. Or I could, that's, that's not something I even want to be. Right. I mean, those would be good conversations to have, uh, you know, it could be disappointing, but you know, disappointment is actually a door that, that opens communication.
1: Oh, so, I like that one. There you go. Open yeah. that door. See what's on the other side and yeah. knowing that it's going to change. So when you're saying, okay, let's talk, And let's see what you know. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? So, if you look at you and I, like in my 20s, what I want out of a relationship has changed. So, like, if you talk about, you know, yeah, I want someone who's driven, I want someone who, you know, always sets short term goals but has long term goals. I want someone who wants to go out to the river all the time. I want this, I want to have sex at least four or five times a week well, then let's have kids and let's work 40, 60 hours a week. And then, okay, well, we can't go to the river for three months and sex this week, babe, next week, and then <laughs> you get into your fifties. And then you're like, wait, what? People still have sex. Like there's so many things. And then there's people that hit their peak at fifties that are like, babe, I need it every day. So like it you, your manual is going to change as you grow in life as well. So don't think okay, you're in your twenties and when you get in your fifties, things are going to be the same. Oh hell no. It's totally different for us now. So Yeah
0: and I think careers can change things. The kids getting older can change things a hundred percent. And and so yeah, like why not get in the habit of just always having this conversation about what it's you know what you want it to look like. And sometimes people can work through it and stay happily married and that's awesome. And and other times no, it does it's just not the healthy place for for people to be.
1: They can just work through it and stay married. Not happily, but married. And then you have the well, other rat. So, there mean, are
0: people that do that. Yeah. There's yeah options.
1: Absolutely. There's so many options for everybody. I really yeah. think that we just need to realize if you just keep looking at the disappointments though, it it will eventually eat you up. So, I mean, what about the opposite? What's, What's your opposite for me there, Mel? If you are disappointed and that's all you're feeling, can we flip that around and what would you tell me?
0: 100%. And I'd actually tell you it's easier than you may think because it's just a matter of taking the time to think about the things that you have a lot of gratitude about and to even list things down like I'm, you know, me, I'm big for writing out thoughts when I feel disappointed, like maybe something, you know, an expectation that I thought was going to go a certain way doesn't go Um To say, hey, that's okay. Here's what's going right. And to literally write down, like if I start to like look around, think about the people in my life, the things in my life, my gratitude list is long. I mean, it is long, long, longer than any disappointment. And so I think to practice the opposite would be to be practicing gratitude. Yeah.
1: And we all have something. You may have to dig a little, but you should be grateful. Like, I love that completely. That's a great one. Great yeah. Through. So, so
0: yeah. So, I, I did. I, I thought it was a great week. Um, I really took a look at disappointment and just realized, okay, yep, yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. It means that maybe I've got to free up some of my expectations, stop thinking that I need to change people, and really focus on being grateful because the bottom line is we can't avoid disappointment things are going to happen right um frustrations stress discouragement like all of those negative emotions are out there there is no doubt about it so just
1: i I, I know we're going to close up here but i have to tell you last week uh, it just triggered when you were saying that last week um one of our friends sunny she sends me a motivational inspirational quote every morning and last week she had sent me one that it just, it was like, oh, I love this one. And it was, um, stress doesn't come from what's going on in your life. It comes from the thoughts about what's going on in your life. Yes. So, so it's the thoughts that are stressing you out. It's not really what's happening, but it is how you deal with it. So yeah. I'll take that into consideration of yeah we we're all going to deal with shit. It just is it, it's inevitable, but how are you how are your thoughts going to help you or break you with yeah. what's going on in your life that That is the the big question, I believe.
0: Agreed. agreed. All right, well, I think we're wrapping it up, and um we are so grateful for you and for we're not you-
1: disappointed by you. No, we're not
0: disappointed (laughs) by you in the least. We're grateful 100%.
1: And I can't wait. Next week, we have an interview, but we're not going to tell you who it's with. So, next week starts our June, which is a new feeling. And we're going to tantalize you? No, we're going to give them a little teaser. Teaser. Is that tantalizing? Is that sure you tantalize them too? Sounds, them tantalize. It sounds like a meat. Like, what is that when you hit the meat? Tenderize? Like Tender. <laughs> we are not going to tenderize you. No, so- we're not
0: tenderizing anybody, Cal.
1: <laughs> okay, now I feel stupid. All right, we are going to end on that tenderizing note. We hope you have a beautiful week and we will see you on the socials.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.